We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. You're beginning to learn who you are, not who you are in the human sense. You know that pretty well. When you think about this journey of self-discovery, not discovering the human version of you, it's discovering who you truly are as you exist in the non-physical. You see, you're a perfect representation of that non-physical you that created this life for you to live this life perfectly for you and have all the experiences that you were going to have. And so as you move out of the limitations of the identity, as you see yourself as more, as you imagine who you might be in the non-physical, as you connect to that inner self, as you take time to meditate, to free write, to have conversations with that part of you that's always with you, knows every thought you're thinking, knows every desire you've ever birthed, knows the truth of who you are and all those in your life, knows how you set up this trajectory, knows all the beliefs, the limiting and the empowering beliefs together, and is guiding you towards what we would call a state of blended being. When you are acting in the physical as the non-physical you, the presence, the power, the wisdom, the experience that all of you have in the non-physical, and this is why you came at this time, to shift up in perspectives. And when you shift to perspectives, you open up and expand that identity. You understand yourself as more because as you open up your perspective, you shift into higher densities where the illusion of separation and the illusion of individuality and the forgetting who you are is not so strong not so intense. You start to remember. You might remember some things about who you truly are. You might remember past lives. You might remember the decisions you made and the ideas that you had when you planned this life for you from the non-physical. You might remember the connections you have eternally to the people in your life. You might realize that those you are very close with are those you have had experiences with many, many, many times before and have known for eons. You might realize that you're not separate. Well, in this illusion of separation, which causes all fear, you might also start to remember that when you feel fear, you're buying into the illusion. You're forgetting who you are. You're not understanding how the system works. You're not choosing to connect with the inner self at that moment. You're believing something that is not true, and hence you feel negative emotion. The negative emotion is a wonderful way to navigate this reality. When you're feeling like something's happening to you, rather than something's happening for you, you're going to feel negative emotion. And you're going to know for sure that you're looking at it from a perspective that is not true, a limited perspective, the perspective of the victim who perceives that outside conditions can make them feel something. This is a process to come from the illusion that you've been born into, grew up with, believed for almost all of your life until you found teachings such as this and others that have given you a glimpse of what you could be, what you could acknowledge, what you could endeavor to discover on your own or with your friends. All of the thoughts of needing to fit in, needing to play by the rules, needing to do things a certain way to get what you lack, to get the love that you lack, to get the relationships that you lack, the money you lack, the freedom you lack. All of that has been created from an illusion and is not what you truly want. What you truly want is to discover who you are. In that process of discovery, you will experience unimaginable things. You will experience things that no other human has ever experienced before. You will see what's really going on in this reality. You will see the energy that's prevalent in every space that you occupy, all ready to form into anything you'd like to form it into. And as you get to these higher and higher and higher perspectives, to these lighter, easier, faster densities, your empathic abilities will come online. You'll start to understand what the inspiration is leading you towards. You'll start to know certain things. You'll start to envision certain things. You'll have certain ideas. At first, you will not trust them. You'll doubt them. 
this is all part of the process, but it's an evolutionary process. And the evolution is of you in this lifetime. What could you become? What could you become is unknown, is unimaginable. Because this is a grand experiment. You cast yourself into this life, into this illusion, into this specific time and place, prepared fully for everything that you would experience, coming with agreements in place for, with those around you in your life, with such power and intentions and technology that allows you to connect like you're connecting right now, to research and discover and find information that will lead you one step after another to certain ideas and protocols. The very fact that you're meditating, the very fact that you're seeing yourself as possibly the creator of your reality, the very fact that you might be entertaining how this could be for you or how that could not be wrong. This is all massive shifts in perspective. And no one's really ever made it here before in your community of humans. This is all new. So what could you become? It's unknown. There's probabilities and there's ideas and there's possibilities, but it's not known, not by us, not by you, not by anyone. It's all new. Now, the fascinating thing about this reality is this illusion of separation and the core limiting belief that is within all of you, the core limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality, that you are a victim. This creates a tension and context within the system that is not available in any other reality. It's strictly this reality that you chose to come into. So if you think in a new way, you're thinking in a new way within the illusion and you're birthing desires that could not be birthed in any other reality. You're also stronger, wiser, older, faster, more powerful. And so to thrust all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, into this reality at this time with the immense power of intention that you had, it is unknown what you could become. When you look at the illusion, it says you are not part of the one, that you are cast out of the one, and that you must protect yourself, and that things unwanted could happen in your life, and that from a limited perspective, you would think that that's true because you've had experiences and felt negative emotion, and you concluded that those experiences caused the negative emotion. But now you realize that it was your inaccurate perception of what was happening at the time. And you may say, Joshua, I did not like when I lost this thing or when I had this argument. And we say, this is part of the evolution that you signed up for, these experiences. And from those experiences, you adopted limiting beliefs that you can now work on, you can now solve. Some of these beliefs are things that you adopted in this lifetime, and some things are generational part of the DNA that you're here to clear up in this lifetime. Very fascinating if you could think about the power of one who could stop generations of certain experiences that would follow through to other generations. You all have the choice and the power to do so now. That's just one piece of it. As you allow in more of your inner self by expanding your identity to see yourself as more and as less, because you don't want to take anything off the table. You have no idea what powerful experiences are waiting for you when you expand that identity, when you see yourself as more. You have no idea who else is going to show up in your life as you shift your perspective and raise into new, higher vibrations. You have no idea where the money's coming from or what you'll be interested in when you continue to do this work. All of this is waiting for you. And when it comes to you, it'll come in little pieces, little breadcrumbs that you follow. Now, this is all laid out through inspiration. Your inner self is always guiding you, of course, with your emotions, but also through inspiration. If you hold on to an identity firmly, you will likely not act on a lot of the inspiration because you say, this is not who I am. 
this is not what I could do. This is not going to lead anywhere. This is not what I want. This is not going to get me what I lack. But none of that is true. In fact, every idea that comes to you, if you could act on some little piece of it in the moment, push past some little fear, it would lead you to experiences that have information that would allow you to shift your perspective even higher. If you could see everything as perfect, you'd be receptive to these inspired ideas. If you could realize that from the human perspective, you can't see how it should unfold. But from the higher perspective, your inner self sees it perfectly. And that's why you're receiving guidance. That's why you're listening to us right now. That's why you're doing the courses and taking the activations and talking amongst your friends and being led to other books and other videos and other podcasts. It is all leading you to where you intended to go. The only thing that you've got to think about is, are you holding on to a steering wheel from your human perspective? Or are you allowing the guidance of inspiration to move you to places that you cannot imagine from your current perspective? It's like looking at a tall staircase. And at the top of the staircase is a hallway, but you do not know where it goes. All you know is that you take one step after another. If you look back down, it'll be everything you know. Well, that's not as interesting to explorers like you. Sure, you could play it safe. You could play around in the mundane, not experiencing the unimaginable, not allowing yourself to go where it might be incredibly exciting, incredibly new, fascinating, where no one else has really gone before. But that's not who you are. So it's not truly possible for you. The only thing to do is take a step or not. Well, we assure you that you're taking steps and that's how you're here. And if you can imagine how exciting it will be as you ascend up those stairs, as you move through experiences, as you gain confidence, as you lead the pack, as you serve others in doing this, it'll lead to more confidence and greater clarity. From the top of the stairs, you can see more. You can see where you've come from. You can see others in your life who are living the same old life, caught in the illusion. But they'll look at you and they'll say, hmm, he or she is doing something different. What is going on there? And as you have experiences, you convey what you know. You act on inspiration to speak to a friend, to do something interesting. You serve all of them. And you serve the entire mass consciousness of humanity on this planet. You're all leading to the top of the stairs. You're just there first. And at the top of the stairs, there's almost no illusion. At the top of the stairs, there's one thing, oneness. Once you get there, you'll see it. It'll be obvious. And you'll know exactly what to do. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Serena, would you like to start? I would, thank you. I hear you talking a lot about how you, what it would be like to think about yourself as being more. Today, I just heard you say, think about how it would be if you were less. And so I'd just like to understand what taking steps to being less or action towards being less on what is less in, in the new approach. There is no good or bad, right or wrong, better or worse, more or less. That's all an illusion. That's the illusion of duality. It is everything and nothing. You can't have the everything without the nothing. The nothing provides context. You may be thinking like Gary did. It's very important to be successful. You want to show others that you have what it takes to do whatever you, you're doing. You want people to be proud of you, accept you, like, love, and respect you. And so you put on a moniker of this thing that I am is good. And you shy away from 
any indication that you could be bad. But this is limiting. This is part of the identity. It is not true. You are opportunity. You are possibility. You are everything and nothing. But when you try to be one thing over another thing because you think the one thing is better than something else, you limit yourself. You limit yourself from experiences. You see, if you are inspired to do something and that action might lead to a contradiction of how you define yourself, you might not take it. If you are heralded as someone special in your career, you're going to make sure that that moniker is held up for others to see. It is something that you define yourself by. But by that definition, you opt out of 99% of possible experiences. You live within a tiny sliver of possible experience. The sliver that says you're capable, you're good, you're experienced, you're professional, you're on time, you pay, play by the rules, you pay your bills, you have good credit, you have a house, you have a family, people love you, blah, 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 blah. And yet you don't feel good. You don't feel satisfied because you're an explorer. You're so much more than you think you are. And this identity that you hold on to, that you parade around positively and shine up and clean and make sure it looks good to others is simply limiting. If you can understand that as you shift up in perspective, that which you hold to mean something about yourself will have to be exposed. If you hold on rigidly to this idea of yourself, and now it's being exposed, and the purpose is, or the idea is for you to let go of it so that you could move to higher, lighter, freer, faster, more powerful densities where you can manifest what you truly want rather than effort and struggle to get what you think you want, where you understand your abundance and your freedom, where you understand the rules do not apply to you, well, it's going to be very difficult if you're holding on to that identity. So certainly, you would love to be more. Everyone would love to be more. And no one would love to be less. But think of a circle. Everything in that circle applies. There is no more. There is no less. There is only what is. This is what's available to you. But if you're a little tiny sliver, 1% of that circle... Think of the 99% that you're missing. The 99% is context. You don't really understand how the context will allow you to be who you are. But you must realize that you're opting out of certain experiences, mostly by protecting yourself in fear from experiences that you think are bad. We promise you, in these higher densities, from a higher perspective, everything is joy. Because that's where your perspective is. Joy is a higher perspective. If you're existing in a higher perspective, you're existing in joy. Things are fun. Things are interesting. Things are fascinating. Your relationships are closer. You're closer, closer, closer. You connect more, more deeply, more broadly. You connect more. Well, if the truth is oneness then oneness would be connection, seeing physical connection, feeling physical connection, more connection, more connection, more connection. The connection that you have now is a fraction of what's possible to you. And it's because your identity is holding you apart from what you could become, who you truly are, from your entire reality, from everyone else in your life, because you have to maintain this idea of yourself. Not just you, every single person on earth, everyone. You will never fully let it go, of course, but if you can move mentally, emotionally, step by step by step, saying no experience is bad or wrong. No definition of myself is more or less. In that perfect circle, 
every experience is also perfect. That perfect circle represents me. Therefore, I am perfect. And everything within that circle, every experience, every person, every thing is also perfect. Maybe you don't like it in the moment, but if you can see how it's working out for you, therefore, there's nothing to be afraid of, especially with regard to your specific, all of your specific identities. Who you think you are is haphazard. It's a fraction of who you are. When you were born, this is all that you were. You had no need to make others like, love, or respect you. You had no need for others to think you're special or intelligent or witty or good-looking. It didn't matter. You learned all these things along the way. Who'd you learn them from? Your society, your family, your friends, experts, authority figures. All of them were acting in fear and wanting you to abide by and conform to a set of standards. The more you conformed, the less fear they felt because you were playing by the rules. And therefore, they congratulated you for this, that, and the other thing. Somewhere within you, you knew this wasn't who you are. You knew that there's certain things you were interested in, certain things you knew, certain lies that they were telling you that you could see through, and a certain game that you were playing that seemed appropriate given the illusion. Given the truth, no longer applies, no longer appropriate, no longer necessary. But if you're living within that illusion caused by fear, you will not want to experience anything that could shatter, affect, ding that identity. If you pay attention to your manifestation events where you feel the most negative emotion, it's always around the identity. Always. And so if you can open up that identity, guess what's going to happen? Manifestation events will not feel as intense to you. If you notice you have a rigid identity, then manifestation events will be extremely emotionally painful to you. They will attack the identity. As you do this work and shift up in higher perspectives and become more sensitive, most of your manifestation events will be around the identity and they'll be the most painful ones emotionally. Of course, it's only because you're holding on to the idea of that identity. It's your tight grip on reality. And you can see in your society, those who are most in fear have the strongest, more rigid identities. If you can relax that, you'll let in your inner self. You'll let in your true power. What you really want is this clarity to see that you are everything and nothing. Once you realize that, the game is simple. You just do what you want to do. You just act on inspiration. You just lead yourself to those things you're interested in, your passions, and you play by a new set of rules, not considering anyone else's opinions. Well, why do you consider those opinions? Because you believe that they love you for this identity that you have. But since the identity is not true, has never been true, it's just a tiny fractal of who you truly are, they're loving something they don't even know. And mostly because you're playing by some rules and they can feel safe. If you go out on an adventure and say, I'm going to take a year off and travel the world and backpack around through all these different countries, you're going to get some people who are upset. You're going to get some people who say, that's not a good idea. That's dangerous. You shouldn't do that. What about this, that, or the other thing? Who's going to take care of the cat? Who's going to take care of your job? What's going to happen to your house? Blah, 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 blah. Imagine getting that inspiration. Travel the world. Be very difficult to do. If you have a rigid identity that says you are responsible, you're respectable, you play by the rules, blah, blah, blah. All the experiences that you truly want to have that will lift your perspective of yourself are 
outside of that identity. You don't know really what's more or less because you're playing by the illusion. You've been taught that this means more when it's coming in regard to identity, and this means less. But all of it is experience. And until you have the experience, you will not know for yourself. You'll just be following the opinions of others who are living in fear. You are beyond that now. You are starting to see more clearly. You are realizing everything you learned in school, everything that was taught by some expert, all of these ideas are based in an illusion and are not true. For you and all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening later date, to live through the attentions that you set prior to your birth, the way forward is to expand that identity. You're not losing anything. And your opinion from a limited perspective of what's good or what's bad is based in beliefs that are not true. So if you can consider yourself everything and nothing, all of it, good and bad, right and wrong, left and right, up and down, all of it, then you're open to the inspiration. And we promise you, your inner self is never going to lead you into any experience that does not have value, that does not have information that'll allow you to see yourself higher and higher and higher. The idea here is to see perfection, starting with yourself, starting with your life, starting with your entire history, and understand that the only truth in this reality is perfection. You can't have an imperfect experience. You can't make an imperfect choice, decision, or action. Everything is leading you by experience, and all experiences have very, very, very meaningful information contained within them. By seeing yourself as perfect, which is everything and nothing, a perfect circle, and every experience the same way, you'll gain all of the information in there. Enjoy. Every experience you have, you're going to have. How you experience it is determined by your perspective. If your identity is narrowly defined, your perspective is limited. If you open up your identity and expand that to include your non-physical inner self, you will experience this life in joy. That's what you want. Wonderful question. Michael. Can you talk about how a person can be amazing and exceptional in a skill or talent that they have a passion for. So there's a there's beliefs such as like for musicians, if you practice 2000 hours, you become proficient and you become good and how self-limiting beliefs affect that. And, um, you know, if you want, can, can you get to the level where you have, how do you overcome that belief? And even now with the understanding that our thoughts and downloads can be, you know, you could receive download from a, past famous musician. I mean, that would be amazing. So how do we go from believing that we have to practice hard to believing that that you're getting the skill really from, from, from non-physical or thoughts? Gary was told that he's never had a good idea in his entire life. All the good ideas he's ever had were given to him from his inner self, his guides, and his supporters. He has never manufactured a good idea a good thought. Thoughts are not manufactured. Ideas are not manufactured. They are attracted. Attracted based in what? Attracted based in your perspective. If you see yourself from a limited perspective as a victim, perceiving the outside conditions can make you feel something and that you are in lack or limitation, you're going to attract thoughts based in lack and limitation. You're going to attract a level of thoughts that are swimming around in the mass consciousness of this planet. Now imagine all of the thoughts that humans have ever thought, and all of those thoughts still exist. Once it's created, it still exists. Most of those thoughts were created 
within the illusion. And so when you're living in fear in the illusion and you're perceiving yourself from a limited perspective and you think things are wrong or bad, you're going to attract thoughts that match that. They're going to personalize to you. It's going to feel like your own thought because when the thought enters your vibration, it becomes part of you. You think that thought, you have an emotional response, even if you're not aware of it, to that thought, and then you cast that combination out into the universe and you return or it reflects back to you another thought or an experience. But when you're following a passion or interest, you're naturally at a higher emotional state of being. You're naturally above that horizon line. You're naturally connected to all possibilities of thought. Thought that exist in love within the mass consciousness of the planet. Thoughts that exist within love, ideas from your non-physical guide supporters inner self. And thoughts that have never been thought before. New songs, new books, new inventions, new techniques, new solutions. All exist within the realm of possibility. In the non-physical, everything that is known is known. Everything that is unknown is yet to be discovered. We have no access to discover the unknown because we don't birth desires. Desires are birthed within this illusion. Desires that are very strong, very powerful. You all birth those desires. Generally speaking, a lot of those desires are based in lack. And you live in the vibration of the lack of that which you want. And so you don't have any connection to moving towards that right away. But your inner self knows exactly what you want. And so your inner self, when you are feeling good, perceiving yourself from a higher perspective, sends you these thoughts and you can connect to those thoughts. Now imagine that you are passionate about guitar playing. And you understand pretty quickly that your guitar playing is unique and that others are complimenting on you and, and telling you how good you are. And you're feeling good about yourself in this one area of your life. And so when you're in it, you're attracting all these new melodies and riffs and ideas, skills, other people. It's all being attracted to you because your perspective is so high. But maybe your relationship with your parents isn't so good, or you have no money, or you're not interested in anything else. And so in those areas, not necessary, doesn't work. Maybe you believe that in the beginning, suffering is normal. Not having money, not having a nice place to live, not having nice things. And you abide by this belief system. Maybe you believe that your style is so remarkable that you could never change that style and you identify with that style of guitar playing and you put yourself in a little box. Maybe you birth desires for what you'd like to have because you've seen others get these things. If they work hard enough, if they struggle, if they put in their dues, if they come up with good stuff, if they make, make the right decisions. And so... Either way, your life is imbalanced. You're very successful in one area and you're attracting a lot of great ideas. But in the other areas, it's all a mess. You're not satisfied in those areas. Well, for most of human history, that's been okay. That's how people shine. That's how they get like, love, and respect. That's how they live in this illusion. But it's not satisfying. Because you go on stage and you get all this love from the audience. And the moment the lights turn out and you go back to the dressing room, it all goes away. And what are you going to do then? How are you going to feel then? You're going to be addicted to one thing and your life is going to be imbalanced. What if you did this? What if you realized that every single area of your life, can be lived in joy 
as long as you see yourself from a higher perspective in that area. Relationships, health, money, freedom, career, all of it. Why wouldn't it all be working well? Those who find something that they're passionate about, it's a wonderful thing. They have the experience of the flow state. They bring in wonderful ideas, but they think it's a quirk or it's something about them. And they don't understand why the rest of their life is falling apart. End up committing suicide. End up having breakdowns. End up losing it all. Because in the rest of their life, they see themselves from a limited perspective. The only reason people like Love and Respect Me is because I'm good at this one thing. And then they spend all their time in that one thing because that's where it feels good. And they let the rest of the life fall apart. Well, we promise you, your relationships are affecting your guitar playing. Your money is affecting your guitar playing. You're never 100% when there's another area of your life that's not working for you. And so we say, balance the entire thing. You can do the work to see yourself as worthy, capable, loving, connecting in every single area of your life. There's no reason for one area to not be working when every other area is working perfectly. It can all be balanced. Once you balance it, though, now it all rises together easily because it's in harmony with each other. And you're not dipping down into the consciousness of fear. You are available to inspiration that will affect whatever area. It'll enhance. The whole idea is enhancement, enhancement, enhances. More good things, more fun, more interesting things, more opportunities, more experiences, more, 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 more. New, 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 until eventually it becomes unimaginable. You are inspired by the work that you do. You are inspired by the romantic relationship you're in. You're inspired by the friends that you're with. You're inspired by the children you have. You're inspired by the town you live in or the country you live in or the world you live in. You're inspired by nature, architecture, all these interests that you have. You're inspired by all of it, meaning you've reached a perspective where inspiration is just flowing. Oh, do this for my loved one. Oh, research this property over here. Oh, find a new client out of the blue. Oh, everything's working. Everything's working. Everything's working. Because you're tapped in now to infinite intelligence. There are no limits. A lot of it will be inspiration and ideas from your inner self guide supporters. And sometimes you'll come across something and you'll think, what if we did this? Boom, new idea comes down. We in the non-physical get it right away. We celebrate it. And you get it because you're in the vibration of above the horizon line. The vibration of everything's right. If you want to live this life, just imagine everything's right. If you want to have everything right, see yourself from a higher perspective in every area of your life. Or don't see anything as wrong. See how it could be right. Or process limiting beliefs. Or expand your identity. Expand your definitions of yourself and of everything else to make it all feel good, all right. When you're doing that, that's where all the ideas come from. And they'll be flowing to you so much, so often, that you'll be in a daze. But if you realize they're all gifts from the universe that you have accessed because of your perspective, then you'll act on more of them. And when you act on more of them, you'll be led into experiences where you get even more information. Because you have a mental construct right now. And that mental construct is limiting and just is from whatever perspective you're in. And each and every one of these high-flying experiences will open up that mental construct so that you can see and understand more. That's clarity. And this is how it happens. Does that make sense? Thank you. It feels really good to hear. Excellent. Mina. Hi, Joshua. How are you? Wonderful. Um, I have a quick question regarding relationships. I know that, you know, perspective and energy has a lot to do with it, but what role does astrology play? You were born 
at a certain time and a certain place. This was determined by you. Therefore, the planets and their alignment were a certain vector to where you were born. They created somewhat of a trajectory, enable you to experience what you intended to experience. It was the path of least resistance to have the life that you designed. Were you off a few minutes here or there? Were you off a few miles here or there? Sure. Doesn't really matter. Can you identify how this whole system works for you specifically? You can generally, but you can't go in too much detail, nor would you want to. You want to be surprised and delighted. If it's fun and interesting for you to look at astrology, just know that it's a broad sweep. There are people who are more gifted at this, who are actually receiving a lot of inspiration, flowing, channeling as they're reading a chart. But generally speaking, it's filtered through fear. You might be led into an experience that this other person might think is bad or wrong. But you realize from your higher perspective that every experience that you go through, you're prepared for. That person's not prepared for it, but you are. And that every experience will lead you, if you go willingly and if you see it as perfect, to everything you want. But here's what's really happening. The trajectory is from fear to love, from disconnection and separation to full connection and oneness. We would say, don't worry about the astrology. Worry about the connection. Worry about what you think. Can you maintain alignment? Can you get above that horizon line and feel good in every relationship? Can you know that this person is in your life to serve you, to support you? Not the way you think you'd want to be supported, because that comes from a limited perspective and fear, but from the way you truly need to be supported. Can you realize that they're reflecting back to you your limiting beliefs so that you can see them become aware of them? In a romantic relationship, for instance, if you are trying to get the other person to be a certain way, to treat you a certain way, to do certain things, you're trying to get them to give you what you lack. They cannot do it since you lack nothing. What they have to do is show you a belief system where you perceive yourself to be in lack. If you require them to show you where your vibration is low, where your perspective is low, they will show it to you. This is the agreement. They can't be in your life otherwise. When you realize that you're the creator of your reality, that you've known this person for eons, that they're not here to make you feel something, that they're there to show you your perspective. When you raise your perspective, you let them off the hook. Maybe they're no longer necessary, and so they leave. But they leave as friends well-connected to you. And you go on to the next relationship, and so do they. When you go on to the next relationship, it'll be the exact same thing. Maybe you've reached a higher perspective. Maybe you've done some work. Maybe you've dropped a lot of limiting beliefs. Maybe you're at a new density. But there's still some limiting beliefs there about how you should be treated, how you should be protecting yourself, how you see the future, what you believe this person should be doing for you. And so limiting beliefs will be shown to you again. You process those limiting beliefs and you expand this relationship. Eventually, till you get to a state that most humans have never gotten to before, where the predominance of thought is, what could I do to make this person's life wonderful? What could I do to serve them? What could I do to assist them? What could I do? And then you're constantly receiving inspiration. Inspiration that will surprise and delight them and get them into a place of higher perspective where they'll be doing the same thing to you. Imagine a relationship based in oneness where all you want to do is help them see who they are, help them ascend to new heights, and experience absolute joy in this lifetime. Pure freedom, pure abundance, not holding them accountable, 
not controlling them or yourself in any way, being free and open, where all you're doing is being open to inspiration for the two of you to share this wonderful life together. It starts with understanding yourself as the creator that you need nothing, that there are no limits, that you don't have to be anything, that your identity needs to be expanded to include everything and nothing and to allow them to show you what they show you, to be who they're going to be, to move on their path. You see, you will never get a full perspective of the other person. The other person you will only see from your perspective. But to love is to know. And so when you endeavor to see their perspective and to operate within their perspective, not your perspective, you are connecting more deeply. And this feeling of connection will be something so spectacular, so enjoyable, so exhilarating that you couldn't imagine any other relationship. But at the same time, you might become a bit attached to it because it's so wonderful. And then you'll have to deal with limiting beliefs around loss or things going awry. And this might bring up some control, might bring up some part of you that wants them to see you in a certain way, some inauthenticity, and then you play the whole game again. And it's all a game of escalation, ascension, starting with how you see yourself, because that's the only thing that matters. If you see yourself as worthy, as good, as wonderful, as loving, as connecting, as ascending, as the creator of your reality, from the highest perspective you can possibly believe in this subject, in this area, you will find the most satisfying romantic friendships, work relationships. All these relationships will be so satisfying to you that you will now know what love is. Love is knowing. So get to know yourself and then get to know their perspective. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. We are hoping for the silliest question in the history of the universe. We're not really hoping. We know exactly who has this question and where it's coming from and how it relates to everything we've been saying today. You know who you are. Push past your fear and ask the silly question. Hey, Joshua. Joe. Okay, the silly question is, what is the silliest color? The silliest color is the color that you think is your favorite color. You only have your perspective. You say, one color is my favorite, and these other colors are less than that color. You are understanding that the color itself is a color that only you can see from your perspective that that color without context of any other color could not be a favorite. Therefore, all of the other colors that you can possibly perceive have to be part of this palette. But to say one is my favorite and another is not my favorite is what? Slightly limiting. The grand tapestry of all colors is brought forth in this reality so that you can play around. You can choose, you can create. If you had only one color, what could you really create? Well, there would be a lot that you could create, but it would be a fraction of what's available to you with all the colors. Well, this is exactly what we're talking about in identity. Picking and choosing a narrow lane and saying, I want to be this because this is what I think is going to get me like love and respect. This is such a limited perspective that you can't even imagine that the monicum of like love and respect you get from Having this identity is almost nothing compared to what's possible for you. It's like having just one color. Why not open up the entire palette and play with all the colors? Oh, this color is bad. This color is wrong. This color is disrespectful. This color is not glamorous, not prestigious. It's all available to you. When you start whittling away and limiting it, cutting it down, slicing it, so there's only one color, this is your identity. 
and you say, this is who I am. And we say, this is absolutely not who you are. You are every single color on the palette. Colors you can't even imagine. And in fact, when you open up to the idea and the possibility that there are colors that no human has ever seen before, and the colors that cannot be seen until you get to a certain perspective. Well, as an artist, which you all are, you want to get to that perspective because at that perspective, you will see things, you will see colors, you will hear sounds, you will see experiences, witness experience, witness events that no other human has witnessed before. And then you'll look back and you realize, oh my God, who I thought I was and how this reality worked is just a fraction of what's going on here. Now I can see more and I can't wait to go even further. Wonderful question. Wonderful conversation. Wonderful way to end this lovely week by seeing that there is so much more going on here. And the only thing that is keeping you from experience the broad tapestry of possibility is this identity. When you open it up, when you say, I don't care what people think, I'm gonna do what I'm inspired to do. I'm not gonna play by the rules anymore. I'm gonna be the rebel. I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to live this life fully. I'm going to be more, do more, have more because that's my birthright. Then you get it. Then you understand. Then you're playing how you intended to play. And the only way to do that is open it up so you can join in as a blended being with your inner self who can't wait to do this, have this experience with you. Because together, you are powerful beyond measure. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Bye. Thank you.